0: Oh, shit! You are now tuned in to the hottest sports podcast on the internet, Up In Flames, brought to you by your boy, Mo Murphy. This is where you will hear some of the hottest takes in the most raw and uncut fashion, baby. going on everybody it's your boy mo back with another episode of up in flames today we got two special guests one has been on here previously my man Hefe, say what's up Hefe.
1: yeah what's going on guys glad to be back
0: yep yep then i got another special guest i got my boy big Lito in the building leto say what's up
2: what's happening there fins up man let's go dolphins
0: yep yep so today we gonna today's gonna be our final takes, our final. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we think about the draft. Um, as you know, previously Hefe's been on the show. He's a he's a Raiders fan, so you know we definitely gonna talk about what the Raiders gonna do, especially with their two first round picks. Lito, he's a big Dolphins fan. You know he ride or die. He rooting for the Dolphins. So we want to hear what he thinks they should do with day three first-round picks. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, and we just going to overall give our final takes right before the draft. Pre-draft is Tuesday. The draft is Thursday. So we're going to let y'all know what we think about the draft, about my Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Raiders, and, and what other teams should do, what, what players they should be looking at, shouldn't be looking at, get off their board, add to their board. So first things first, I want to start off with Leto. Y'all got three first-round picks, Leto. Um, so I really want to hear what you think, and as a huge Dolphins fan, what you think will be a successful first round, and even get into some of the second round, because y'all have five picks in the top 50. So I want to hear what you got to say about the Dolphins and, and they five picks in the top 50, what you would like to see them do.
2: So, I mean, this is, this is an exciting time to be a Dolphins fan, because I, my entire life we've been trashed, man. Like, I, I've really never seen a full a playoff game really for the Dolphins I mean we had like Marino but like I was too young for that but like it's just it's an exciting time and like having number five is it's so there's gonna be so many good players available and like everyone's saying we should maybe we shouldn't go for a quarterback this year and like maybe just go on to like just like build up the whole team and get a quarterback next year or try to trade for somebody I don't know but right now everyone's saying we're gonna get Herbert and I don't know about Herbert man like he really impressed me that much in, in college like the Pac-12 is garbage, and like he really ain't do that much. Like he should have been balling. So I mean, if we if we are number five, I think like we should go Tua. But I don't know. Everyone, it's just everyone around here. Just they just love Herbert for some reason. And like I, I could see why, cause he's tall. Like he's six six. He got a strong arm. But like bro, like you should have been balling against like these trash scrubs, like USC. Like come on. Bro. <laughs> and then, and then you know we got number eighteen but my man Hefe had brought up last episode that maybe we should trade our two seconds, our two second rounders and trade up to have four in the first round. I like that idea. That's actually a great idea. Cause like, man, four in the first, like we could really get the best, the best available D tag or the best available. Really. I think when you should you got a safety just to make that secondary, just lockdown. And then maybe a running back. I don't know. But like, there's a there's a bunch of good running backs but if we if we trade up from the second or two seconds we have to get a running back in the end of the first but i don't know i'm excited i'm really excited like i would like oh for, for for the edge i don't know they're saying ken Law. i'm about ken Law. but really and we could get like if we could get a safety man like if mckinney's still there i would love to see mckinney come to us
0: yeah yeah i feel it um you know me, I'm a big, I'm taking a stance on the fact, I don't even think the Dolphins should really get a quarterback. Uh, You got Ryan Fitzpatrick, and y'all have Josh Rosen. I'm sorry, I just don't want to give up on a guy like Josh Rosen when he's never been put in a, a, a situation to surround him with talent. And with y'all having three first-round picks, two second-round picks, so overall five picks in the top 50, that's why I kind of say shy away from a quarterback. Maybe y'all don't think Josh Rosen is that dude, but at the same time, like, Give it one more year. Let Ryan Fitzpatrick start off. If he starts playing bad, you know what I'm saying? Let Josh Rosen get a chance and just surround that team with talent offensively and defensively. Y'all did that job. Y'all started doing a good job in free agency getting a talented team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all had a safety, bro. Y'all could possibly have the best secondary in football. Then on top of that, get a receiver, get a running back. You know what I'm saying? You got Devontae Parker. Hopefully Preston Williams come back 100% from his ACL injury. Add another receiver, whether it's a slot receiver or you put Preston Williams in the slot and put a, a, add a number two receiver opposite of Devontae Parker. Add a running back, especially if you know that that was a hypothetical trade that Hefe had brought up last time, but it, it was a solid idea, especially coming from a Raiders fan. If he wouldn't mind seeing that, it would be something to consider if the Raiders really considered it. And having four first-round picks, I don't see why you don't go two defense, two offense. And get, you know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all could use an offensive lineman. And at number five, it wouldn't be a wrong pick if y'all decided not to go with a quarterback. It wouldn't be a wrong pick to go with an offensive lineman at number five. And you'll be you'll be taking the first offensive lineman off the board so you'll pick whoever you feel like is the best offensive lineman. But I just don't want to I don't want to see Josh Rosen giving up on him. I'm not a fan of him. It's not like I was a UCLA fan or anything, but he hasn't had a chance to succeed. I mean, Arizona gave up on him the minute they knew they was going to suck and was going to get a chance to get Kyler Murray when Cliff Kingsbury. Like as soon as they hired Cliff Kingsbury, Josh Rosen was out the door and you knew he wanted Kyler Murray when they had the number one pick. So I, I think he still could be successful. He may not be the next superstar, but I don't really know if anybody in this any quarterback in this draft really has the next superstar. I mean, I think Tua could be a star in this league, but his injuries is a problem or it could be a problem and, and you don't really want to take a chance with that number 5 pick. And don't forget, bro, you do have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields coming out next year. So, worst come to worst, y'all surround this team with talent. Y'all can't jail together. Y'all not that good and y'all have a chance of getting a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year and put them in in the best situation that you could for a rookie with all that talent hefe what would you like to see the dolphins do or what do you think would be smart for the dolphins being on the outside looking in
2: um
1: it it, it's kind of it's kind of real easy for me to kind of see what they're gonna do um i think brian flores is under a lot of pressure to find his guy at quarterback you know coaches aren't guaranteed to to be there for the full coaching stint um you know we've seen guys fired after one year after two years out of you know just like um lane kiffin did in oakland so I think Brian Flores is under some pressure to find his guy at quarterback. I don't think that Josh Rosen, and I don't believe that Josh Rosen is a guy that you could that you could put much uh, investment into and hope that he's going to be your guy. I think uh, he's kind of more of a guy that they they, they took a, a little bit of a gamble on by giving up a second round pick. It, he hasn't ever even cracked the, the start of the starting lineup there. Fitzpatrick, he's serviceable. You know, he's had his Fitzmagic magic uh, little little runs in the NFL, but then there's times where that fist magic goes away and he's complete ass. So I think Brian Flores is under a lot of pressure to finding his guy. I do think they will go for a quarterback, whether they trade up to number three or let him take one at five. I do think that it's either going to be Tua or Herbert, probably Herbert at this point, just because Tua has had some, um, some red flags being raised. Supposedly some teams failed this physical. Um, uh, you know, I know Alito just mentioned, you know, the Pac-12 and this and that, but you got to think, the Pac-12 has also produced probably three four of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Aaron Rodgers, John Elway, Troy Aikman, and, and Andrew Luck. So they have a pedigree of quarterbacks in the past. Not to say that just because you drop him from the Pac-12, he's going to be trash. I understand that the, the run lately hasn't been as great, but you can't just uh, not draft a guy because you know the conference he plays in. Um, that being said, I think Miami will go quarterback at number five. Um, as far as the other picks, I think they could – they should – start addressing um, bigger areas of need. I don't necessarily think that running back is, is as big as a need as everyone makes it out to be. Yes, it would help out the offense, and it would help take pressure off the quarterback and the passing game. Um, but I think they should try to, like Toledo uh, so had mentioned, if they could get a uh, Herbert at five and a um, Xavier McKinney at 18, that would be an awesome fucking pick. Because you, like you were just mentioning earlier too, uh, Murph, is that they would be rounding out that secondary to be maybe one of the best, if not the best in football um would pick uh i believe it's 26 That they have a 28 um right there you could start looking into getting maybe the best available cornerback maybe best available uh, linebacker maybe a Patrick Queen I know Kiko Alonso is kind of getting up their age he's not going to be the answer long term or yeah. you could look to trade that pick back um but i think Miami they 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 got a good situation going man when you have that many picks inside the top 50 top 100 eventually something's got to give and i think they will they will get it right. I do like Brian uh, Flores' philosophy of, of what he's trying to do. He's kind of a, a New England mold guy. He kind of wants to emulate that, which is any, anytime you want to emulate the greatest uh, dynasties in football, you're in good hands. So I think I think Miami will be fine. I think they're going to go quarterback, and then the other pick should be best available player, um, whether it's safety, linebacker, or offensive line. You also got to think about this. They also got to invest in protecting their, their investment at quarterback. So mm-hmm. – um, that's probably something else that they should look into because if you draft a quarterback, you can't just start drafting running backs and wide receivers. You, I'm a, I'm a firm believer and I, and I will believe this till the day I die. Football games are won and lost in the trenches, whether it's the defensive line or offensive line. If you got an elite offensive line, you could be bullying teams. If you have an elite defensive line, you're, they're going to be getting after the opposing team's quarterback and causing turnovers and causing havoc. So Miami's in good hands. They just got to, Make the smart picks, not get too dumb and start drafting running backs and wide receivers left and right. Just, you know, trust the process, as they say in Philadelphia. So, But they're in good hands. I think Miami will get they'll, – they'll get a a, a a a grade for this draft. I just – I don't see them fucking this up. They have too many picks. There's too many good players out there. And whether they trade up, the trade that uh, I had proposed earlier, that would be a, a, a trade that I would more than welcome. I think it's picks 38 and 56. I would welcome that as a Raider fan for pick number nineteen. Um, but yeah, I think I think Miami's a good hand. So I think uh, Lido. I don't think playoffs next year, but I think you're gonna start seeing at least a foundation being laid for a potential playoff team within two years.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, what I'm saying I just think, like you said, bro. They have too many picks within the top fifty or whatever to really make any pick that just looks like a bad pick because they address things in, in free agency and. In, I don't think any pick they make will be considered a bad pick unless you, like you said, they go crazy on receiver or running back. But it's just, with, with that many picks and, and with so many needs, you'll be addressing a need regardless. You know what I'm saying? When you get your quarterback and if you get a safety, you need a safety to put over the top of your corners. You need a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? You always can use a, a offensive lineman. Like, you can never have too many good defensive linemen, too many good offensive linemen. So there's no really way that You'll look at the. I just don't see the Dolphins getting any other grade in the draft except an A, because there's just no way. There's so many ways they can go, and it'll be a successful pick at five, at eighteen, at twenty-six. It it won't really matter. It'll be, you know what I'm saying, a, a great pick regardless. Addressing they need, um, you know what I'm saying. So Lido, y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna mess yeah, Miami, up this draft. Miami,
1: Miami has to do like so. I know like running backs, receivers. Okay, running backs. Um, uh, up until a couple of years ago, the average starting running back in the NFL was drafted in the third round. They just took uh, 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 all the running backs that were considered the starting running backs at the time and they did an average of where they were drafted, and the average running back was like second or third round. I don't, they don't have to go with uh, uh, DeAndre Swift or whoever in the first round. You got J.K. Dobbins. You got a Zach Moss who was a fucking dog out of Utah in the third or fourth round you know, J.K. Dobbins, so, if they wanted to go in the second round. So, you don't have to invest. I know the Raiders did it last year, and I wasn't too stoked about it, but it worked out, whatever. Um, and that receiving core, Preston Williams, he showed that he could, he has some, you know, he has some um, some juice there. Um, he's a Parker. Dog, he man. balled out. I know Devontae Parker balled out. It was a contract year, which kind of does raise a red flag for me personally, but he did ball out. And they also have Mike Kosicki, which they invested a high a high uh, first-round pick a couple years ago at tight end. So, the Dolphins have some weapons. It's just so, it's a matter of of, of completing the foundation, and then that's when when you, once you get your your foundation completed, that's when you start to add these complementary pieces, which is running backs and wide receivers. You lay that foundation down, and then and then you start plucking these receivers in the second, third round, second, you know, running backs. So Miami they got some weapons, man. So it's not so much that they have to go Jerry Judy or somebody in the first round because they they do got some weapons. Yo, yeah, people forget we have Albert Wilson still too, but he just, yeah. he was injured. Yeah. But bro, yeah. he's a dog,
2: bro.
0: Yeah, he most could blow definitely. Off,
1: you know a lot of defenses that he has in the past. He's a speedster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they, they'll be okay, man. I think I think Miami, like we were mentioning earlier, they'll, they'll be okay. Like uh, Murph said, it's it's going to be really really hard to fuck up this draft. The only way they can is if they just start doing some absurd absurd shit, trading back for dumb picks or reaching for these guys. Just let the let the pieces fall to you.
0: Yeah, just grab the best available players. So speaking of having multiple picks in the first round, you know the Raiders got two first-round picks. Um, I'm not sure how many picks y'all really got all overall in the draft, but I know y'all got two first-round picks, and really the first round can really make or break a draft. We find gems later. But, you know, if you don't have a successful first round, your team doesn't feel like, you know, as a fan, you don't feel like you had a successful draft at all. If you pick the wrong guy in the first round, you almost start getting discouraged for the second, third, fourth round. You know what I'm saying? Even though there's going to be gems, especially in this draft, it is really deep. So, so, Jefe, what would you like to see your Raiders do? Like, what what do you really, what would be a successful first round, whether it's make a trade or whatever, but what would you see a successful first round? Like y'all use y'all two picks in the first round. What is the success for the Raiders in your eyes?
1: Uh, I think it's just filling areas of need, but also filling areas of mm-hmm. need with players that, that are quality players, which I know is, is a cliche, and obviously that's what every GM wants to do. Um, I really do think that, that pick 12 is going to be either Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb or Henry Ruggs, one of those receivers. I think, I, I think, I think that's going to be the pick at 12. I, I don't necessarily want it or love it, but – it's kind of also hard for me to lie to you guys to say that I wouldn't be excited about either one of those receivers because they are all dogs. Um, now, as far as pick – so we – just to kind of, I guess, uh, backtrack, we have picks 12, 19, 80, 81, and 91. So mm-hmm. we have five in the top um, top 100, which is – you know th- that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, 12 is going to go wide receiver, I believe. Pick 19 – I just read an article today on Bleacher Report. Shout out to Bleacher Report um, that the Raiders are a lock to trade pick 19 to trade down. Um, which I would welcome, man. Honestly, if we, could, if we can go to from nineteen to like somewhere in the mid twenties to late twenties, and while picking up a second round pick, I would love that because Mike Mayock has gone on the record to say that he loves players from picks thirty to sixty. Like that's where you get the most value. You get some dogs that fall out of the first round, so. Um, just kind of instilling to Mike Mayock's uh, philosophy, he loves guys with a high character that have a, a great college pedigree. He lo- he loves his Clemson guys. He loves his Alabama guys. He loves his you guys. So um, at 19, if we don't trade back, I would like to see um, a Christian Fulton at cornerback or a Jeff Gladney at cornerback or even a Patrick Queen at linebacker to kind of really fill out that linebacker core with uh, Kwiatkowski and uh, Corey Little. And, um, I, I would prefer to trade back. Like I said, there's more value in the second round when you trade back, especially being that Mike Mayock believes that's where the bigger value is. Um, the Raiders could also trade into the second round while keeping both first. We have three three thirds. Somebody would take three thirds in exchange for one one second or two two thirds for one second. So, um, I, I I would I would tend to lean into I'd rather trade that pick at 19 back. There's just more value. The, the draft is loaded at wide receiver. It has some really, really quality linebackers, like um, defensive linemen. It has some uh, quality defensive linemen, too. Quarterback, I think they're going to really look into um, like a Jalen Hurts possibly in the third round at pick 80 or 81. Um, There's been reports that John Gruden loves him. And him being an Oklahoma guy, I could definitely see Mike Mayock, you know, wanting to dip his his, uh, toes into into that water there. Um, Other than that, like I think the Raiders draft is going to go more so defensive backfield. Um, just because we need help on, on, on the uh, on the backfield there. We were getting torched left and right by everyone and anyone. Um, and then wide receiver, obviously. Um, I know they have a, a, a little a bit of a, a solid with Tyrell Williams, uh, Darren Waller, who had a career year last year, and Hunter Renfro, who, you know, we love him in Oakland, man. He's it's, it's third, third and round throw. That's what we like to say because that, that man's going to get open and he's going to get the ball. He has reliable hands. He's he's our poor man, Julian Edelman. Maybe even better. Who knows? But, um, I think that's the direction that the Raiders are going to go. I think it's, it'll be receiver first round and then second and then, um, pick 19 is either going to be a trade back or they're going to just address one area that, of need, which would be cornerback or whatever receiver, um, uh, linebacker. I think that's what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, Lido. I mean, you got anything about what you think the Raiders should do? I mean, I know you and me would love nothing more than the Raiders to mess this up, just to see the look on Hefe's face. But I mean, you you pretty much agree, or you you think they should do something different?
2: Um, I mean, well, Hefe said it's pretty it's good. I mean, I, I I can see where you're coming from with that. But I mean, I was I would hope with number twelve they go like a punter, a kicker, something like that. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would love for no, them to make. So,
1: you know, we we we've, hey, we've done it before, and
2: they turn out to be hall of famers. So you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel that. I feel that, but I, I can see we coming from we say, you. Can, but man, if you got if you guys get a receiver like if you guys get CD Lamb, man, that'd be crazy, bro. That really would be crazy at twelve. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm says not. we gonna be a problem.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna I lie. Guess. Y'all get y'all get CD Lamb. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have either Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota at quarterback. I mean, I guess we're going to see who wins the job. I'm pretty sure it's it's Derek Carr's job to lose. But, you know, Gruden didn't bring in Mariota. You know, like you said, your GM and and your head coach didn't bring Mariota in for no reason to be the solidified backup. If anything, they did it to put fire under Derek Carr's ass to to improve or else just know we got our guy that's going to sit here and take your spot. And you said he's interested in Jalen Hurts, and you know what I'm saying? That could be if Jalen Hurts even falls out of the second round because I'm starting to see a lot of things. There's some teams that's falling in love with Jalen Hurts and the idea of taking him in the second round. I don't think nobody will reach and take Jalen Hurts in the first round. I mean, that, that would be a hell of a reach. But there's a lot of teams, I think, that are really highly considering Jalen Hurts and they're hoping he's still available later in the second round. But I think was, was boosting Jalen Hurts' stock is, like, this past year was year of the black quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, four of the top five quarterbacks this past season were black. And, you know, it's like, it's it's not always to bring race, but, like, the the game kind of changed. I mean, the best running back in the league was white, and four of the five best quarterbacks last year were black. You never thought you'd see that. So, I think, like, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, um... You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, guys like that, even going a little bit farther down the line, but like a, a, a average quarterback, a, a barely above average quarterback and Dak, like, you know, they're all they're all black quarterbacks and they're opening up for for the way the NFL's changing and maybe that pocket passer that can stand in the pocket, yo, classic, six foot six. 240-pound white guy that can stand in the pocket Bulldog. and read offices from the Bulldog. pocket Bulldog. with a big you know,
2: arm.
1: You know, the, the, the optimism that I hold a lot for the Raiders this year, man, and, um, and a lot of Raider fans is the fact that we went 8-8 eight and eight last year and we were in the playoff hunt heading into Week 17, right? Not only are we riding with that momentum going into this year, we also had helicopter space, which we used sparingly in huge areas of needs, and we have five picks inside the top 100. So it's just so much... So much positive momentum, in my opinion, with the Raiders moving forward right now. You're talking about an eight and 18 that had basically no weapons, who who just unloaded on in free agency, and they got all these picks. So there's nothing but positivity heading forward, especially with Mike Mayock. Raider fans, we love Mike Mayock. The way he structures contracts, the way he drafts, how he drafts, when he drafts, his philosophy. Like it just feels good to be a Raider fan, man. It, it just honestly feels like it's it's just. So many steps in the right direction and the new stadium, the buzz. So it, it'll be fun times.
0: Yeah, most definitely. But you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like if y'all, if y'all go Jalen Hurts, bro, it's because last year opened up a different like aspect of where we think quarterback is heading to in the NFL. And some it, is, it, is, it does look like it's dependent on your athleticism and things like that. But with that being said, with y'all with talking about the Dolphins and talking about the Raiders, Now it's time to talk about my goddamn Dallas Cowboys. There's actually a lot of buzz around the Cowboys. For us to only have one pick at number 17, there's a lot of buzz about possibilities of us getting another first-round pick or trading up for a quarterback and getting rid of Dak, which I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on giving up our whole season, you know what I'm saying, or putting our season in a rookie quarterback's eyes. There's nobody that I think is going to be that good as a rookie. Now, granted, with all that, talent that we have it would be a right situation for a rookie and i mean you know I, i've heard a, a proposal from brian barnwell that you know what i'm saying um we trade Dak in our number in our first round pick for miami dolphins number five and their third round pick i wouldn't do it Dak Dak hasn't missed the game I love
2: that.
0: yeah you love it but Dak hasn't missed the game bro <laughs> he started every game he's, he's took us to the playoffs two seasons in a row you know what I'm saying? or not two seasons in a row, my fault. Two of his four seasons. He's taking us to the playoffs. He's won a playoff game. Like I know it's not a championship, you know what I'm saying, pedigree in his first four years, but this is also like you don't give up on a guy that hasn't missed a snap for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't give up on a guy that just came from throwing forty nine hundred yards, even though I'm not a big believer in the fact of like that solidifies him as a top five quarterback. Trust trust and believe I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but at the same time, I'm not willing to give up on him for any of these rookie quarterbacks. I'd never give up on a guy that hasn't missed a game, played for us. You know, eight and eight with a, with a bad coach, like we. it looks up with Mike McCarthy, you know what I'm saying? We have looking up, but with his number 17 pick, um, I think the smart thing for Dallas would be, I think we're actually shying away from drafting a corner But a simple fact, I think the corner that we want and thought that it was a possibility to get at 17 is really looking real likely like C.J. Henderson is not going to be there at 17. And I'm going to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's why we're shying away from possibly we're looking at edge rushers and possibly trading back for like an extra second round pick or something. You know, I've seen um, Dallas is real high on on, uh, Gross Mados from from, uh, Penn State, the edge rusher from Penn State. I know a lot of people actually have us taking uh Chazon, Calavion Chazon at um 17 for the edge rusher from LSU. Um, I'm thinking we're we'll just shine away from because at first a lot of it was Xavier McKinney, Dell Pitt, or CJ Henderson, but now we we signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix for a one-year rental. So I think we could still should get Xavier McKinney if he's there. But if that's not the direction we're trying to go, if the if we were sold on replacing Byron Jones and CJ Henderson. To me, CJ Henderson and Jeff Okuda are the only guys where they're solid first round picks. I mean, a lot of people have AJ Terrell going late in the in the first round. And I'm sorry, after how he got fried in the national championship, I just can't be sold on it picking a guy like AJ Terrell in the first round. Like there's a lot of DBs where we could address that in the second round. And if we're not gonna get Okuda or Henderson, I don't think we're gonna get a gym. Even that includes Christian Fulton. I don't think we're gonna get a gym a corner. You know what I'm saying? I think Okuda, Henderson, and it's everybody else. So if we're not going to get one of them in the first round, I, I'm kind of okay with not addressing the defensive back situation. Um, if Ken Law drops to 17, I, I wouldn't mind taking Ken Law. If we're willing to trade back because there's an edge rusher that we're interested in, that's fine. So, I mean, there's a few things Dallas, you know, there's rumors around Dallas all the time. I don't know if we like to leak rumors out just so people can keep us talking when they haven't talked about us in a few days. You know, Jerry Jones is a big media guy. Um, but then for for as good as a roster as we have, there's a bunch of different directions we can go, and if we only have one pick in each round, so if we trade back to have multiple picks in the second round or even multiple picks in the third round, if that's what us trading back is for us to do, then it makes sense because I mean, there's a lot of teams that have that are right there. You know, your Raiders, the Dolphins. I ain't gonna say the Dolphins were right there last year, but it's, they have a very promising future with all these picks. Your Raiders, like you said, was in a playoff hunt, 8-8, eight and eight, and you're looking at, man, they weren't that talented. So to me, they were right there, and they have multiple picks in the first round, you know what I'm saying? Multiple picks in the third round, so they have a bunch of picks. So I think the Cowboys might even be looking at, how can we gain more draft capital, and maybe we should lower our standards a little bit and not... Because it doesn't look like C.J. Henderson going to be there, and I'm just not willing to waste that.
1: I ain't going to say waste, but... I go as high as 7th uh, to Carolina. Yeah, it, and or, that's... You know, it's just... Or somebody will trade up to get him. But I, I wanted CJ at 12, too. And I was looking like it's either going to be Carolina or Jacksonville. were going to snag him up. And then
0: it's even, you know, I hear Atlanta's real sold on CJ Henderson and they're willing to trade up. And even still, if they're sold on CJ Henderson, if he was still sitting there at 16, Atlanta picks right before us. You know, they got rid of their corner. So I could see them. I just don't see a way where CJ Henderson, teams are falling more and more in love with him. And they're almost, at first, it was Okuda. And then there was a separation between him and Henderson. And then to me, there was a lot of people saying there was a big separation between Henderson and everybody else. But now it's starting to seem like Henderson might even be getting a little more love than Okuda, or he's definitely valued the same way as Okuda. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't think at first it was, we were thinking Okuda was the clear cut corner in the draft. But I mean, people are falling in love with Henderson. So I just don't see a way where if they're falling in love with this much in love with him 48 hours before the draft, I just don't see a way. Well, he'll drop all the way to seventeen unless they're, you know, what I'm saying there's no physicals, there's not gonna be no injury coming in. He, he had a good combine, so I just, I don't know, but I, I want to see the Cowboys. If we gotta get any more draft capital in the second or third round, and I'm fine with that. Um, I would like to see us take overall. I'd like to see us take Xavier McKinney with our seventeen pick. Like, we only yeah, got Ha Ha Clinton that, Dix. That's your if best. If not favorite. McKinney.
1: If, yeah, if not McKinney, for me, it's uh, Cesar, Cesar Ruiz. Those are the two picks that I would I would love to see uh, Dallas do the most, just because they, they just make so much sense. They feel area of need, and they just so happen to be the best player available at the time.
0: Yeah, and yeah. For, for me, like, you know, especially the Dolphins are looking at a safety to solidify their corner, Xavier McKinney. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, McKinney holds a lot of value as far as there's other teams that hold value with him, and, and everybody has different philosophies on how they play, but... I get we addressed the safety for a year with getting Ha-Ha Clinton Dix, so maybe they don't want to address that safety position in the first round. But even with this win-now mentality, you still got to think about the future because you you have a future of good safety in Xavier McKinney. I mean, he's getting Minka Fitzpatrick comparisons. You know what I'm saying? So he has the potential. You know, they both come from Alabama. So, so he has the potential to be a great safety. You, you ain't got to look at every player and be like, is he going to be the greatest guy of all time or the greatest of our era? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he has – if, if Minka Fitzpatrick is his ceiling, then he has the potential to be a great safety and a top five safety in the league a couple years down the line. So I, I wouldn't mind addressing that, um, you know, or, or addressing corner. But at the same time, if C.J. Henderson is gone, I'm not really I don't think I would want to invest my number 17 pick in Christian Fulton or A.J. Terrell. I just it's not that I don't think they're good. I just 17 is kind of high for me. Like that's a reach for a guy like Fulton or AJ Terrell. Fulton wasn't the number one corner on, on LSU, you know what I'm saying? It was a freshman. So, uh, in AJ Terrell, how
1: would you feel about how would you feel about investing your number 8 pick or 18 pick, I'm sorry, for a solidified stud in Jamal Adams? Ooh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, easily. You're talking about a guy he's solidified, he's he's a dog, he's certified. And you he... don't have to worry about, you know, taking the gamble or the risk. You're talking about, you know, he's he's the, the your man at safety. And, and pick 18. I know it's kind of kind of a steep steep price to pay but at the same time you'd be getting a no you know no nonsense bona fide studs so, to me that's, that's no not consideration to, too
0: to me the 17 pick for Jamal adams to me is not a reach and isn't high for a guy like Jamal adams because if if we were that we will not draft a guy better than Jamal adams at 17. I'm sorry I just don't think we would so like you said, a solidified, bona fide stud. I mean, he is a top three, top five safety in the league right now. Arguably, you, I ain't going to say the best, but he's a, he's a top three to five safety right now. Um, He would address a need for the future. He would be a bona fide star, adding to that secondary. Um, We don't really have a star in the secondary. So I, if, if the Jets call, we, we considered trading for Jamal Adams last year, but their price was steep. They wanted like... Two first round picks and Tyron Smith or Zach Martin. Like they was like, we could take our pick on who we want to give up, Tyron Smith or Zach Martin and two first round picks. That's a little too steep. Like I just wait for the draft, you know what I'm saying? But but if they were like to straight up, you know what I'm saying, our first round pick for Jamal Adams and Dallas didn't take it, I would think it's stupid because we would we're not gonna draft a guy that's better. Even if Xavier McKinney four or five years from now could be better than Jamal Adams was at the time right now, Xavier McKinney is not gonna be a better rookie. Then Jamal Adams is gonna be next year. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna have that impact well, in us. And your, t-
2: your time is now. That's the thing. If y'all are trying to win, y'all gotta try to go now.
0: And that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, if if really if if the Jets called and said, hey, number 17 pick in a fifth round or sixth round pick for Jamal Adams, like easily. Go ahead and do that. If our time is now, you'll be sending that message that you think our time is now. New coach. Uh looking at franchise quarterback, we have a we have a running back, we have a receiver. You know what I'm saying? We still have a good offensive line. They're aging, so our time is now to, to take it while we have one of the top five offensive lines. It's so many ways that we can go, and if if Jamal Ad- if Jamal we could get Jamal Adams and it wasn't a too steep of a price, I would take it. If they were willing to trade the number 17 pick for Jamal Adams straight up, I would take that. Um, but, you know, kind of enough of what I think my Cowboys should do. You know, Hefe, you pitched in. Um, I know both of y'all would love for me to have a sad face on draft day for my Cowboys, too, as much as we love each other, we want to see nothing but the worst for all our teams. But, um, you know, I know you said Cesar Ruiz or Xavier McKinney. That would make the most sense, fit the, fit the two needs that we need, and it'd be the best available. Um, so, what do y'all think about hearing that Kansas City is looking to trade up for Henry Ruggs? I mean, that's dangerous. You're
2: talking
1: about, you're talking about the rich getting richer. It's just... I don't think it'll happen unless Ruggs really falls to like pick, you know, past Philadelphia at 21. If he's there, like at 24, 25, it's not going to cost Kansas City a whole lot to move up. You're talking about their pick at 32, and then maybe like a second or a third. So it would be dangerous. So I I, I don't think it's likely to happen because I think uh, Philadelphia will gladly snag his ass up. But you're talking about, man, like, shh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I Travis,
0: mean, hey, tra- my-
1: Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, like, man.
0: My thinking, my thinking though, is with Kansas City looking at Henry Ruggs. It, it, that report came out around the same time that San Francisco is willing to trade both their first round picks. Like they're looking to trade both first round picks for obviously either more draft capital or studs. You know what I'm saying? Like bona fide players at this point. So I'm thinking like Kansas city with them saying they want Henry rugs is they're eyeing that number 13 pick from San Francisco. Cause a lot of mock drafts actually have, if San Francisco stays at that 13 pick, they have Henry Ruggs being picked at 13 to San Francisco. So I'm thinking if Kansas City's eyeing on moving up for Henry Ruggs, that they're they're eyeing that 13 pick from San Francisco and they're they're they might even do whatever they have to do. They might even give up where some people will be like, that's a lot. But this is a team that just won the Super Bowl and didn't really lose much. So I will say if they gave up a lot of draft in their future, I mean they have a young receiver in Tyreek Hill already. They have a young quarterback who they who's about to get paid. And so I, I mean if they if they were like, hey, time to win now and we're trying to win back-to-back Super Bowls, I mean, getting Henry Ruggs would be Tyreek Hill 2.0. You would have two Tyreek Hills, 2 something guys on the field and Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey. Like, like you said, you talking about the rich getting richer. I mean, at that point, I mean, they already like they already were talking about how fast, you know, De- uh, De- uh, De- uh Demarcus Robinson how fast that team was. Now you add Henry Ruggs to that, they will take the top off of all defenses. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, bro, I ain't going to lie bro. Henry Ruggs to Kansas City with phew, with that gunslinger back there at quarterback, bro, I I just wouldn't see another way. Even without getting Henry Ruggs, I don't, I, I'm almost convinced Kansas City has a chance of going back to back. And there's going to be a lot of improvements on teams, and it's damn sure going to be a lot harder, especially coming out, out of that ASC West. Or, Raiders ain't going to be no joke, you know what I'm saying? They they going to be if anything they might be Raiders twice, but it's going to be two competitive games. Like you're not just going they're not just going to run out of the AFC West this year easily. You know what I'm saying? With teams coming up in the draft. Especially
1: especially with the expanded uh, playoff format. Like you you're going to have some teams sneaking in that, you know, I'm I'm sure it won't be long before we'll see that one Cinderella team knock off that number 1 seed or you know whatever like so it, 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 it's exciting times, man. The draft, look, I'm just going to say this, man. We need this draft. We're, we are, the people of sports, we need this draft. We're, we need something to just give us people are getting get our minds off of everything and, and we need this. This Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to be some of the best, you know, four days that we've had in the last two months or so because we, we need this draft. Hopefully, you know, it's filled with trades and drama and and, and and dumb picks and great picks and and I think we're gonna have a good time this weekend, man. A lot of teams are gonna get really really good. Some teams are gonna stay the same. Hopefully the Dolphins stay the same.
0: But it's gonna be, be fun. Yeah, I mean I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's just yeah, we do need this draft with the with the coronavirus pandemic and all this other shit. We do need this draft. You know what I'm saying? It's just something to look forward to, and it, it, even if it's given, just giving us hope that there's gonna be a football season. You know what I'm saying? I very seriously doubt that there will be no football season. Even if they start off games with no fans, I just doubt that there'll be, you know, if they're already talking about bringing the NBA back in the summer, like sports coming back in the summer is a very big possibility. I mean, you know, the, the general doctor or whatever, Dr. Fauci, he's already presented a plan saying sports could come back in the summer, but it's going to be, they're still going to be in a quarantine type style with no fans. But if y'all want to play these games, like there's a way that we could get it back in the summer. So you know, I just don't see there being no chance. If we can bring basketball and baseball and hockey back in the summer, I just don't see there being no chance of getting a, a football season started, even started on time. And, and the, the draft is going to do a lot of things. You know, y'all te- y'all two teams have a lot more uh, hope and a lot more picks to look forward to than mine do. Mine's been a lot of speculation and a lot of Dak trade talk and this and that. People just speculating, I think, just to keep the Cowboys' names out there. Because, honestly, we kind of have an, a re- really a relevant position in the draft. We have one pick in each round. We're middle of the pack pick in every round. So, we don't really have a relevant spot as far as, like, where the Raiders, like you said, was 8-8 eight and eight on the verge of a playoff spot. And they have a, a shit ton of picks. The Dolphins... You know what I'm saying? A team that we thought was gonna go 0-16, turned it around, won five games, finished the season off beating the Patriots, and have five picks in the top fifty. Or, I mean, yeah, five picks in the top fifty. Like, it could be a quick turnaround and even like a successful season for the Dolphins to me would be nail the draft and even possibly go seven to nine, eight and eight that first year. Cause it takes time to get a team to gel. But if they could go seven to nine, eight and eight that first year, like I would almost be willing to bet the year after that they make the playoffs. And the AFC East kind of is weak. Um, The Bills are atop that division, but who's to say that Miami couldn't take that over in a year after gelling all their talent and their free agency signings and and the coaching and establishing that foundation? Who's to say all it would take is a year of one more year of mediocrity from Miami to take over the AFC East? Tom Brady's out the AFC East, so I think the Patriots are kind of, you know, they're in a little bit of a rebuild mode. Um, The Jets, they're, they're the Jets, so you know what I'm saying? I don't think the Jets are too much to reckon with. But
1: yeah, but we gonna see a lot of players being moved uh, starting starting Thursday, man. You talking about uh, I know you had mentioned it off off the mic earlier um uh, old boy over in Washington. You got uh Giannika getting get, getting into it with his owner. Um you know, you talking about uh San Francisco's trying to trade Marquise good uh, good So the, I think you're going to see a lot of trades and a lot of players being moved this, this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely like a lot of the, the, yeah, a lot of players, I mean, like you said, you, you bringing up Jamal Adams, like, you know, that was a talk because they're not even having contract extension talks. With Jamal Adams in the prime time to make a trade with a guy like Jamal Adams is during the draft where you could get some draft capital, not player for player swap or future picks. Like, if, you, if you're not willing to keep Jamal Adams and you want to get rid of him, starting Wednesday night, Thursday morning would be the time to start making, ph- actually starting now would be the time to start making phone calls. To see like what you could get for them before the draft happens, because once it happens, to me, trade value goes down because now you're trying to swap player for players and and future picks, and you don't know what the future holds. You know what I'm saying? And you know a, a team like you probably could finagle, but with the draft coming, you could finesse a team like Dallas, who's in a win now mentality. You know whether we win a Super Bowl or not. I mean, it's it, the way it looks. is probably not going to happen. But I'm just saying, we have this. We're in our window. You know, there's a few teams right now that are in their window. Um, another team I'm thinking that people should watch out for is Minnesota. Like, I just – I feel like Minnesota's not getting a lot of uh, talk. You know, if I'm not mistaken, they have two first-round picks. And there's a possibility of – would you tell me the other day off the mic, Hefe, um, a second and a fifth-round pick for Odell?
1: Yep, that's something that has been mentioned is floating around. I know uh, Cleveland's denying it big time, and I know uh, Minnesota has denied it, but, you know, it's where there's smoke. There's some fire. so just keep an eye out for OBJ to be on the move. I don't think it'll happen, but it's being mentioned. It's being floated out there.
0: Man, if if OBJ was the goal to Minnesota and they didn't have to give up either of their two first round picks, they're right there. You know, they're they're kind of in a window too. They they've been you know a playoff team these past couple years. I know they got rid of Stephon Diggs, but to have Adam Thielen and OBJ, as long as OBJ can stay healthy the whole season, you know, um, I definitely I definitely could see. Minnesota being a team to reckon with and they could address their their cornerback situation and they could address a lot and improve very quick with having OBJ and two first round picks and and that could put Minnesota in a chance to be a top the 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 NFC you know what I'm saying right there with San Francisco and New Orleans as far as the top team in the NFC and I understand you know Kirk Cousins isn't Drew Brees but him, there's not much of a difference between him and Jimmy Garoppolo so you know Minnesota has a chance to make some things shake in this draft, whether they make a trade for OBJ, whether they just improve in the draft. Like like Minnesota has some draft capital to kind of put them atop the NFC, you know, where you might, after the draft, have to put Minnesota in that same conversation as New Orleans and San Francisco and even possibly Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? Green Bay has a few needs, probably should address the wide receiver position. So, like you said, man, it's just we do, we do need this draft. I'm hoping it's a great draft. I'm hoping I can leave after this weekend and we can, you know, come back next week and talk about how much we loved our picks and, and, you know, even make our crazy predictions built off of emotion that we got this guy, this guy, this guys, you know, Lito's going to come back on here after this draft. Cause we're going to want to hear from him after the draft for sure. He's going oh, oh, to come in <laughs> he's going to talk about fins up Super on. He's going to come back on here and talk about fins up Super Bowl. So you know what I'm saying? I definitely have, I, I definitely can't wait to talk next week and have, um, Jefe and Lito. I, I definitely got, with y'all having so many picks, I got to have you back on. So I can't wait for next week to come. I appreciate y'all for, for doing this draft talk with me. Um, for, for those of y'all out there that's listening, follow my, my Twitter, mo underscore up and flames. Follow my Instagram, mo underscore up and flames 15. Um, Follow my Facebook page up in flames. My sports podcast Facebook page up in flames. You know, uh, give us some feedback on what y'all think. You know, we we solely focused on our teams today because that's what really matters to us. So I'd like for y'all to go ahead and and give us some feedback on what you think, who your favorite team is, and what you think y'all should do. Um, Let me know where I can improve. And um, on that note, Murph out.